Call is now being recorded. <laughs> We're on express elevator to hell. Going down. Two. One. Mark. This call is now being recorded. So here we are, episode 25 of yeah. the uh, 10 Minutes from Hell podcast, and uh, we're just going to call this one uh, Halfway to 50. Halfway to 50. Because it is. And if you're, if you, if this is the first episode you've ever listened to, it might be a little confusing of what's going on. Uh, I'm Doug, and that's my brother Steve, and we literally just give each other a call every week and we talk about whatever geeky stuff that we normally talk about. And you just get to listen in. That's yeah. it. And uh, there's really nothing more than that. Um, that's why we started it. Um, and that's why this is kind of this is kind of uh, a milestone here. I mean, 25. I mean, we, we made we've made 25 of these. That's that's pretty cool. We said that we were going to do it at the beginning of the year. We said we we're going to start doing this. We had talked about mm-hmm. it for a long time. We were kind of hesitant. We we're like, "How do you do it? How do you, you know, like, who do you talk to to get a podcast on?" Turns out, anybody can do it. Super easy. <laughs> All of you can go out and make a podcast about anything you want, and uh, you can throw it up there, and you know, people will listen to it if they're into the stuff that you're, you know. Expounding your knowledge on, um, yeah. But uh, and we thank you for listening. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and we uh, we enjoy doing it. We have a lot of fun doing it. Um, but like I said, if if we weren't doing this, we'd still be doing the same phone call. So honestly, yeah. this is like we would do it anyway. Um, we're glad you're listening, but. Um, that's it. Um, Are you saying that we don't need them? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not saying that at all. We definitely <laughs> need them. There is there is a need there for somebody to listen to this. Um, actually, and, and now that we've been doing it for 25 episodes, now I do like like the idea of somebody listening. Um, it's a nice little outlet for us to uh, to talk about things. It's kind of cool thinking that somebody else might be out there enjoying it. So that's uh. That's all I got to say about that. Halfway to yeah. 50. Um, so, I don't have anything in, like specific, really, to, to talk about. But, you know, I, as usual, a lot of things happen within a week. Um, the Defenders uh, on Netflix started today. Um, yeah. I just watched uh, the first episode. Um, it has a very good uh, title sequence. The music is really good. I like the, oh, I like the new the, the new theme. It's pretty cool. Um, first episode, little slow. I mean, it's taken yeah. a lot of time. Uh, my son summed it up best when he said, "I feel like I'm watching four different Netflix shows at the same time," and uh, that's really what it feels like because they're not together. They're all separate, doing their own thing. So we're switching back and forth between all of them. And I don't know if that works great. Um, I don't know how else you could do it, really. I mean, you know, to bring all these guys together. Um, 
I'm trying to think how the Avengers did it. And I guess they kind of did the same thing. Everyone was on their own, and then they brought them all together. So, in a movie format, maybe it worked better. I think it worked better in a movie because I think uh, each sequence that we saw them, like when we first saw uh, Bruce Banner with Black Widow, and then we, we see uh, um, the stuff with... Uh, Thor, and we do the stuff with Iron Man, and you know, like, but each of those, each of those sequences, um, were action related. So you were still engaged, you were still enjoying the action of it. Um, whereas with the Defenders, it's all very, it's very TV, so it's like uh, a lot of detective kind of work. Like, you know, so and so is missing. I'm gonna go find out what happened to him. Uh, you know, the other one, you know, the other storyline is, oh, this mysterious person, you know, attacked me. I'm going to go find out who that is. Uh, there's, you know, it's that kind of thing. So it's like, it's not action packed. <laughs> Each sequence is, is its own, like, slow exposition kind of setup of their story that they're telling. So, um, I hope it picks up. That's all I can say. Um, and from what I've heard from reviews or what I've seen of reviews, it says that it does. So, um, well, that's that's good. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Oh, we got a new a new teaser trailer for The Punisher came out. That looks pretty good. Um, yeah, I watched that. I I don't know. I I feel like I don't know. Whenever you see a teaser trailer for something like The Punisher, you just you don't you don't. It's hard to sum him up and in, in like a minute-long clip. Yeah. So just seeing a, a minute-long clip of just random violence, just, it, it didn't wow me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it, it looks, I mean, it looked cool. Um, and if that's what the show is going to look like, then I, I think, I think it's a good representation of, like, what the show, it's what I expected from the show. It didn't, it didn't show me yeah. anything different. But it was, right. but it was kind of, it was kind of cool. Um, John Bernthal is, you know, a great voiceover uh, voice. So it was, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's neat. It's fine. Whatever. Um, still doesn't say when it's going to come out though, which is kind of funny. But um, they said this fall, so it must be in the next couple of months here. Yeah, I heard um, um, t- it was still coming out in 2017. Yeah, so it is coming out. Uh, Pretty soon. Uh, see what else we got here. Uh, Star Wars news: uh, They are now developing an Obi Wan Kenobi uh, spinoff uh, film. I mean, Hasn't obviously, been, since they've started this whole thing of making new movies that aren't related, his seems like the most obvious. Yeah, because I Ewan mean, McGregor they, is still can still do it. Yeah, he likes the role. I mean, it's just, it was sort of like the, uh, I don't, I don't even know what analogy to use. A grand slam. There we go. Yeah. It's just a baseball analogy. A baseball analogy. (laughs) Dad would be, dad would be proud. Well, I probably even used it wrong. Yeah, you probably did. (laughs) Actually, it was a Denny's analogy. I was talking about the it was it's eggs like, and toast and bacon uh, grand slam. Uh, it's like the, have, the moon's over my hammy. That's what it's like. 
they haven't uh, they haven't said that Ian McGregor is confirmed though. So it might be somebody oh, come else. On. I know. Dumb. Why would you? Why would you even bother? <laughs> He was the best thing about the prequels. Why would you his, bother with it otherwise? Well, his agent is saying that. Well, you know, well, let's you not jump to conclusions here. Although he's doing some good work. I mean, he just got done doing Fargo, and, and yeah, he was really good in that. Um, he's a solid, solid actor. I'm wondering if they're going to yeah. do... Now, now they might have an opportunity at the end of this standalone Obi-Wan movie to explain why he becomes so godly old um, between, <laughs> between, between this and New Hope. Maybe he's going to go through some sort of a time thing, you know, some kind of a, like, oh, this will age you an extra 14 <laughs> years, you know, if you go through this time rift. It's like, and then they'll then they'll do the thing where they'll computer generate, the same way they, like, did the stuff with Carrie Fisher, They'll do the same thing with, uh, they'll make, uh, Ewan McGregor's face just kind of morph into, like, something resembling Alec Guinness. You know, and be like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> now I'm old. That stinks. Um, <laughs> well, they did that in, uh, uh, whatever, which was, was that Return of the Sith? Revenge of the Sith? Where they they felt like they had to explain why the emperor all of a sudden looks older. Oh, it's right. That was the force lightning. Yes, you got hit with the force lightning. That was always one thing. I'm like, of all the things to explain, (laughs) you didn't have to explain how he got older. Like why he got older? I never creepy. I never was like, huh? I wonder why he looks older in Return of the Jedi. Never a consideration ever. Well, he looks a little bit. He looks a little bit more than just old, though, because his face yeah. got like all it got like all pale, and you know, he got but got kind of creepy looking. Didn't um, need to be explained. Did not need to be explained. Well, whatsoever. honestly, that didn't. It was the thing is that didn't even really explain anything anyway. So if you get hit with your own force lightning, you get pale. You <laughs> like he looked like a muppet. All of a sudden, he's like all yeah. muppety and like. His texture, his skin texture yeah, got all, like, latex, like he's a creature. Like, oh, yeah. come on. I know. It's because it was never planned. Let's just, let's just call it as it is. It was never planned. He was but never going to show that ever. So, of anything, it, it doesn't need to be explained. I just, no. George Lucas's creative choices sometimes just baffled me. They should have shown him picking out his, like, ratty old co- uh, cloak. Yeah, <laughs> they should have like showed him where where we where he got that thing from, the <laughs> flea market that he stopped at. He's like, you know, this is too flashy. I think I need something a little more, you know, subtle. Just a great big, <laughs> just a great big robe, kind of big bathrobe with like a hood, and that's it. That's all I need. I don't need anything else. Everyone else has got all this other stuff. They got shiny stuff. I'm not not me. Yeah, they've got robot parts, and they've got yeah, cool leather, and yeah, no, you just wear nothing like that for old. Yeah, old maybe robe. Maybe he was like in the the hotel. Maybe he was at like the Death Star hotel, and he had to like (laughs) run out really quick, and all he had was like the robe that was like free. He just or maybe he put maybe or maybe he put his room service tray out, and it's like (laughs) the door is slammed. 
<laughs> and you're stuck outside ah. the room. You had, to, you had to go get a new room key. And then well, I got to go do the thing with Vader, but shoot. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's all I got for Star Wars. I, like I said before, I'm kind of not really following too closely any of the stuff that they've been talking about it um, as far as the new movie and everything. So that's uh, that's about the extent I have of uh, Star Wars news. Um, the only I rumor I heard was that Han Solo is going to be back in it, but but not in a not because he's still alive, but because they're doing like flashbacks. Oh, Which Harrison Ford before? Yeah, Harrison Ford. Really? He's yeah. going to be in it. Oh, we the, when they uh, announced the casting, he was part of the cast list. He was. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh my god, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. It. Um, no, he was. Yeah, I, that was that was one of the things I, everyone was like, "Oh, Harrison Ford's in the cast list for Episode Eight or whatever." Oh, you're talking about no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought you were talking about uh, the Han Solo movie. That's where I just got confused. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought, oh, I thought no, you said no, Harrison no. Ford was going to be in the Han Solo movie. It's like no, you know, no, no, do no. like a flashback. Oh um, no. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, That'd be kind of eight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what they could have done a uh, like a bookend. Remember with the uh, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles when they had that episode? Oh, yeah. Harrison Ford. That'd be yeah, kind of exactly. cool. That would be kind of cool. Or they could just bring him. Or they could just find a way to bring him back to life. How about that? Yeah. Let's just let's just figure out a way to do that. And they could give him like have to worry about it. He could have like robot parts. He could come back. He's kind of like a general grievous. He's you know, he's uh, Harrison Ford's crabby head on top of a CGI robot. We have never. Well, the thing is, we've never done. We've never done time travel in Star Wars ever. There's never been any time travel elements whatsoever, which. This might be the time to incorporate in, that in there. Um, the little time the Force has things. Yeah, the Force has all kinds of powers. Why not have it be time travel, too? And then have Luke go back, like, right before. Maybe they can do, like, a Back to the Future 2 kind of thing, where, like, all of a sudden, Luke is oh, yeah, going there. behind the scenes. They yeah, go, they so go and like, they find Han down in the pit that he falls into, and they're like, we came or back. Luke, or Luke just... Or Luke just shows up, like, right as uh, he's about to walk down the thing, and then he just, like, jumps in front of uh, Kylo Ren and gets in a huge epic thing with him, and then... Um, ah, I like the way you're baby. It's not going to happen. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> My thinking is awesome, but it doesn't doesn't do a thing. Um, well, you know, Han Solo himself in the first movie says he saw he's seen a lot of weird things, a lot of unexplainable things. So maybe one of those things was himself as an old man. There was that one time where there was time travel, and I met my older self. Yeah. Ooh, I just saw this picture for the first time. Uh, Jeremy Renner posted a picture of his of his hairstyle in Infinity War, and it looks very very similar. To the uh, to the one in the comic when he has like where you can't see his face, where he's got like the mask that like covers his whole face. You've seen that, right? Yeah, that Hawkeye. Yeah. Well, his hair oh, yeah. looks looks very very similar to that. So I'm, so they're like, like covering it. his entire face. 
His hair is well, sort of massive. No, 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 no. But his hair is very really <laughs> short. It's, it's almost, it's oh. almost like a, it's almost like a mo, it's almost like a mohawk looking kind of thing. Um, so that might be uh, where they're going with that because he'd look better if he had like something like like a mask kind of thing. He yeah. doesn't look very. He doesn't look very intimidating. You know, Jerry. Or maybe Renner. in space. Maybe in space he'll get a mask. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's true. Everybody needs um, a mask in space. I didn't realize that James Gunn is in charge of all the cosmic Marvel films going forward. Oh, it just makes sense. Yeah. I didn't know. So officially he's in charge of anything cosmic? Like this? Yeah. Uh, I was exactly. talking with the boys with the boys about this. Did they just, like, do uh, uh, the Russo brothers? Did they just have, like, James Gunn on speed dial? Like, God, they asking him, do. like, cosmic questions about would the living tribunal do this <laughs> <laughs> oh the living tribunal I wonder if they're going to be there that'd be cool well they mentioned it with Doctor Strange do they yeah because they, when they're talking about all the artifacts Mordo says that's oh, the, the yeah. living tribunal that's right wow good catch on that um yeah yeah, it's not a, not a, I'm looking through here. There's really not a lot of, like, really interesting, like, movie news. Like, it's all, all pretty basic stuff. Um, there's some really good stuff going on TV right now. Um, well, is that besides, uh, oh, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of really good TV stuff going on right now. Um, I've been, uh, I have been watching, uh, Preacher every week, which, uh, it's really good. Really good. And it's funny uh, because I've been reading any of that. Well, I've been reading the books, like, at the same time. Like, it just kind of worked out that way. So I'm ahead of the of the series, but they're bringing stuff in from the books, like, earlier than, uh, than the books, or in the series earlier than the books. And, and of course, they do changes that are, you know, uh, some huge, some small, but... The TV thing is really its own thing, but it's it's really interesting and and uh, really out there. Uh, they they do some really really interesting stuff uh, story wise and character wise, and um, it's just a lot of fun. Uh, I know you would really like it. You definitely should uh, should check it out. It's it's on Hulu. The the first season's on Hulu, and then you can you know find the other ones wherever you need to. Um, I remember, I mean, I remember reading the comics like back when they came out, but I, I remember very little of them. That was, that was too long ago for me to have memory. Yeah. I remember no, liking them. I remember thinking matter. it was cool, yeah. but... Yeah, you don't, need, you don't even need to, I mean, I absolutely do not need to read the comics in order to enjoy the uh, the show. It's a it's a fun show. Um, the Tick, you made that. Uh, back. Well, you made me watch an episode of Rick and Morty, finally. And yes. that was the craziest thing I think I've ever seen, and, and I loved every and second of it. That was yeah, hilarious. That was, that was, I know, that was the pickle episode. What's great What's great about Rick and Morty is that they, they start with a pretty basic uh, concept, like a pretty basic uh, idea for the story of that episode. And then when you think that you know where the show is going, they will completely flip it. Like, they are so good at 
the whole like uh, using like TV and movie tropes and completely like flip they just I mean they just they go crazy and um, and the thing is that they can get they can get really dark yeah. and they can get um, they can get really like dramatic like I mean like sometimes you're watching the show and you're like because the animation is not like realistic you know it looks like a cartoon but you'll be watching right. the show and they'll do some stuff with like character and story and things that it will be like really compelling like you'd be like wow I'm really I'm really into this like you know the writing is so good that way um but it's immensely clever and um yeah it's well worth watching it's not adult swim you can find it on iTunes it's uh it's going into it. This is its third season that they're, they're showing right now. Um, oh, really? Last, so I've, yeah. got, I've got two seasons to go back and watch? Yeah. Oh, wow. And the newest one, uh, did you watch that one? I told you to watch it. I didn't leave a link or anything. But um, the newest one is, is the one right after the pickle thing. And uh, I, just, I just watched the, the pickle Rick one. That's all. It's called. It's called uh, the the newest one. It's called the Vindicators, and it's a takeoff on the Avengers, of course. And it's awesome. It's so hilarious. It's so good. Um, again, not what you expect. Like you know, whatever you expect that kind of show to be, you know, one that references you know the Avengers kind of thing. It completely flips it. It's it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a really good one. Um, so that's good TV. Uh, I'm gonna have to go back to the beginning and just start watching them. Yeah, well, I mean, the first the first short you can see like on YouTube that they made um, when they were kind of doing like a proof of concept kind of thing, um, and it is Doc Brown and Marty McFly. Oh yeah, like they didn't even you know, they didn't even change the names on the on the uh, the short, so. And then, of course, when they changed it to Rick and Morty instead of Doc and Morty. Oh, I see. But I gotcha. But the short is very, very crude. Um, I didn't enjoy the short as much as I enjoy the show. Um, but I can see, like, where it started by watching that, uh, watching that short. Um, and then, uh, what other, what other TV stuff is going on right now? Um, Vice Principals is coming back. I'm excited about that. That's on HBO. I watched the first season last year. Uh, Danny, Danny McBride and uh, Walton Goggins. Um, oh, very yeah. Very funny. Oh, yeah, very I've heard of that show. show. Yeah, it's really good. If you liked uh, Eastbound and Down, which is another Danny McBride show on HBO, um, I never watched that, but I love Danny McBride. So I should probably watch. Oh, you gotta watch Eastbound and Down. That's amazing. It's so good, and Danny McBride is hilarious. Um, I love the guy. And Walter he Goggins, was... he's gonna be in uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. He's one of the bad guys. Yeah, he plays like some kind of business dude. I looked at I looked up his character name and I was like, who is this? And they're like, ah, oh, he's some kind of corporate guy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's too bad because he would have been a good, <laughs> he would have been a good like hero or, or you know a good like villain kind of guy. But 
Um, it's not like they're just going to go kind of a corporate route with him. Um, well, he's probably going to be like uh, Cross from the first movie. I mean, he was sort of the... Yeah. He was sort of the like corporate, a, you know. Yeah. But he had a suit. Well, they can throw um, him in a CGI suit. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. Maybe, I don't know if he's going to be the main villain or if he's just going to be like a villain. Yeah. But... Um, uh, what else? Uh, oh, on Netflix, there's another TV show that I just finished um, called Wet Hot American Summer um, Ten Year Reunion, which Wet Hot American Summer was a show that or a movie that was made uh, like late 90s. Um, I want to say like 99. Um, it's got everybody and, in it. It's got everybody in it. Every comedian that's popular today is in that movie. Yeah, because it was made by the guys who uh, did The State on MTV. They then later on went on to to do uh, Reno 911, and, and, uh, you know, they use the same people over and over. And um, so Wet Hot American Summer had just, like, tons of people in it. When you watch the movie... You're like, oh my gosh, who isn't in this movie? Like, all the people that are in it are now people that you've seen in everything. Yeah. But anyway, they made they made this movie. It went to Sundance. Um, it did well, and it had a you know limited release. Did well on video, you know, whatever. Then they did a uh, TV series on Netflix, and it was actually um, the same actors all playing the same parts um, except for uh, they were actually younger than the movie which is confusing (laughs) but it was like it was almost like a prequel to the movie so that was kind of the joke was that these actors are it's all the same actors from the movie that was made in like 96 but we're going to play those same people but we're actually going to be younger. Yeah. So they're they're noticeably older, and they're playing <laughs> and they're playing themselves younger, younger, which was nice. which was fun. Um, and it was a fun, it was a fun series. It was good. However, this new one, uh, which takes place in 1991, which you, I've said many times, love the 90s as a, a period. Um, takes place in 1991 it is awesome it is so good because they did they go back the even farther like they no it's back. going it went oh. no this one went forward so it's like now oh, it's okay. 10 years they're they're 10 years older of course they're still way too old like like you know they keep saying things like you know I'm 26, and it's like and they're so not 26 I mean they're obvious <laughs> they're obviously 40. Um, and, uh, and so it's, it's really fun. And then they'll just like throw in a music reference for some reason. Cause they'll be like, you know, that band was popular right now or something like that. You know, like they'll, <laughs> they'll just, they'll purposely like throw things in there like that that are really fun. Um, and like Paul Rudd, you know, is in it and he, he plays the same character he's played in the other movies, which is just, you know, um, whatever, you know, that kind of, you know, rebellious, like, I don't care, I'm too cool, you know, whatever. And 
but in the 90s, in 1991, he looks exactly like Matt Dillon in the movie Singles. So he's got the he's oh. got the long he's got the long hair and the goatee and you know not even the goatee just the little hair like on his chin. Um, <laughs> and uh, but it's it's really funny and they do a lot of really fun stuff as far as like. Uh, making fun of like 90s movies like they actually like they actually make the show kind of become like like a 90s like uh, suspense thriller like Pelican Brief or something like that or um, <laughs> and you know and you recognize you recognize those things and it's really it's really cool they like like romantic comedies uh, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle you know there was a bunch of those types of movies where like the nanny is like a psycho and she's trying to you know screw with you know a family or whatever it, it's yeah. all it, they throw all that stuff in there and it's the last episode of the, of the series that's on Netflix the last episode pays off really well so as funny as I thought the, the whole series was the last episode is really brilliant Really, really funny and really clever. So I was like, that was worth, that was worth the whole watch. And they're really short. They're only like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, something like that. You can knock it out in like two days, you know, not, not even like watching it straight through. Um, so it's an easy one to get through. It's like eight episodes and 20 minutes each. Um, I didn't really, really notice any, like, huge news this week. I mean, nothing really happened. No. I, I mean, besides if we want to get into politics and stuff, which we don't, we, we'll just leave that alone. There's no. lots of political things that happened, but that's about it. Although, I will say this. I thought um, that the one thing that we all could agree on is that we hated Nazis. I guess that was the, that we've made. I was that was the thing I thought Hitler was the one thing we could all agree on was bad. So yeah. anything associated with Hitler, I thought we all agreed, as as everybody, just we all just got that together and we're like, Yes, Hitler was bad. <laughs> and and now <laughs> evidently that's not that's not the case. That's not the case anymore. Um, yeah. Which is uh, which Boggle, is very strange. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it at all. I'm completely bewildered by uh, how these turn of events occurred. Um, and not to make light of it, I mean, it's you know, it's very tragic the stuff that happened. But I I see the humor in it. Just the you know, uh, absurdity of how this is all playing out. I, I just, I, I just don't get it. I just, I just, I just do not understand. Yeah. Um, but, I'm uh, there with you. So that's really strange. I, man, this is what's called dead air. We got nothing going on. <laughs> I, can't think, I can't think of a stupid thing. Um, have you seen any movies? Did you see any movies at all this week? No, man, I didn't do anything. You didn't do anything? Uh, well, I mean, I did stuff. 
We watched We watched uh, all three seasons of The Ranch with Ashton Pitcher and Danny Masterson. Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, I don't. I mean, even I watched all of it. I don't even know what I think. It's just it's odd. It's a really strange yeah. thing because it's it's like your typical you know lowbrow lowest common denominator sitcom. Yeah. That you would yeah, that you would watch on whatever, ABC or whatever network. But it's got like swear words and really adult themes and it's kind of sad and depressing at times. <laughs> it's oh. just, but yet it's shot like a just a regular comedy. But I, I don't know. It's it's just it's watchable, but I don't know if I like it. If that makes any sense. Well, it's, it's, it's got uh, a laugh track, right? It's got a laugh track, which is really strange. I know. That's that, and that's. I think that's what kept me away from it is that I can't do laugh tracks anymore. Like I can't do the, and, and it's not necessarily a laugh track. It's a studio audience or whatever. But um, yeah. I don't. I don't like people telling me what I should think is funny. You know, like I just. I don't like. I don't like that. I just hate it, actually. I can't even watch Friends anymore. Like, you know, like old reruns of Friends. Oh. It's just like, yeah. the laugh track just drives me bananas. Um, and you're so used to the, a lot of these shows now that don't have it. You know, shows like Parks and Rec and Modern Family. Right. and you know, And you laugh at the things you want to laugh at. Like, there's no, right. you know, there's no laugh track. I love that. That's that's the kind of show I can watch now. I can't. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't handle it. So. Yeah. I, I don't know I if I recommend uh, watching that, but it was it was definitely a thing. I mean, it was it was something. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. It, that was it, on. it is a it is a show on television. On that was that was actually there. That did occur. <laughs> Those people were in it, and they did it, and it was, and it's on for you to see. Um, yeah, jeez, uh, this is boring. What a boring yeah, ass kidding. podcast. I got nothing <laughs> to say. Everything's just, huh? All right. Well, why should we keep these people any longer? <laughs> they're, they're probably just sitting there. Why am I? Why am I even continuing to listen? These guys have got nothing to say about anything. Um, oh, Kilgrave's going to be back in uh, Jessica Jones season two, which uh, is. I think be it's going to be like a flashback or something. Though. I think it's. Well, it's got to be because you know, spoiler alert: she snapped his neck. So, yeah. how do you come back from that? Um, well, it is Marvel, so who knows? I mean, they they could bring it back. Very possible. Oh, one thing though, uh, when we were talking about uh, Netflix uh, losing Marvel and uh, Star Wars films um, past 2019, we said, "Oh, that's a bad idea." You know, Disney's going to start their own uh, streaming service. The next yeah. day, they announced, "No, nope, not so fast. We're still working on it, and we are confident that we're going to reach a deal that." Uh, we're gonna leave it. At, we're gonna leave them at, at Netflix. So that's what Disney that's so, said. So yeah. weird. I know. 
So they, I almost, they, I almost uh, feel like that that Disney streaming service announcement was like a knee jerk reaction to Netflix buying a comic book company because it literally happened. It literally happened the next day. It was like, oh yeah, well, we've got our own stuff. <laughs> like, you do? We can make a we can make our own streaming service. We can? <laughs> that, was, that was the response well, from well, maybe, maybe, somebody maybe in the room. We, uh, <laughs> they start looking at the numbers of what it actually takes to get to get a streaming service up and running. And they're like, well, you know, maybe, maybe we can keep our stuff on Netflix. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe who they wants, both exist. This, well, at this point, who wants to take on Netflix? Like, who really does? Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, like, do you really want to do that? Because they have the largest subscriber base of any streaming service, and they have built up an audience over years, um, people going from, you know, getting DVDs in the mail to getting DVDs in the mail and getting stuff streamed to almost going yeah. exclusively to, to streaming. There's still a few people out there that are still getting DVDs, which uh, when I briefly... I didn't even know. Were, yeah, well, when I briefly worked for the post office, I would see, like, maybe half a dozen of them a week. <laughs> like, and it would be the same people that would get the, the DVDs. And I was like... Really? You're still getting DVDs? Like, this is crazy. Like, this to me, it just felt like I was, like, I felt like I was holding, like, a beta tape or something. Like, I was just, like, this feels, this feels so odd, holding this envelope in my hand. I haven't held this in my hand since 2001. You know, it's been a long time since I've held one of these things in my hand. Um, and I, I mean, when we did Netflix, you actually did it first, and then uh, you gave me, like, a free uh, trial thing or whatever. And and once I started it, man, I was all in. It was such a great idea. I never had to pay another late fee again. It was the greatest thing ever. Totally upended the industry, for sure. Destroyed Blockbuster Video, which it's so funny. I don't know if we've talked about that before, but the whole reason why they started Netflix was because the guy who started Netflix paid like a $45 late fee at Blockbuster for a movie that he never even watched. And, oh, yeah. And he he went home and he's like, there's got to be a way. Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like, there's got to be a way to do this that doesn't, you know, have this happen. And so by them, you know, doing that to him, they created the thing that destroyed them. <laughs> like by right. their their greediness of their late fees, which they were incredibly greedy about their late fees. They'd hook your credit card up to your account, and I remember I hadn't turned in a movie, and I I returned it, and I was like, oh, so is there you know anything I got to do? And they're like, no, no, you're good. And I'm like, oh, all right. I mean, it's like three weeks overdue, and like you know, isn't there anything? I, no, 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 it's taken care of. And I'm like. Oh, what do you mean? What do you what do you mean? Take care of, and they're like, "Oh, we already charged your your credit card," and I'm like, "You did what?" And they're they're like, "They're like, yeah, it's already been charged. You know, sixty seven dollars or whatever." I'm like, "Are you out of your effing mind?" Sixty seven bucks, you know? Like, 
I could own the movie for that. I could own three of those movies. Like, it wasn't even, like, a good one. Like, I was, like, really mad. And I was like, you guys <laughs> absolutely suck. You are the worst. And uh, and I remember at the time, I had this idea. This is pre-Netflix. I had this idea of, like, I was always so sick of, like, never, like, video stores never having the movie that I wanted. Like, you know, like like a new release. And so I had this idea of, like, get, like buying one of those old uh, photo mats, which there were still a few around uh, at that time, like, you know, or late 90s. Um, the buildings, anyway. I don't think they were being used, but they were, like, you know, you'd still see the structures in parking lots and stuff of, you know, like a little photo mat kind of thing. And it was just, I don't know if you remember them, but they're, like, a drive-up photo oh, developing yeah. place. Yep. Um, but I thought if I could buy one of those and then stock all of the new releases of movies that came out that week and only those, I thought I could, you know, get the market of like all the people who just want a new release. So they would just pull up to my little photo mat thing and then I could, I could rent them, uh, the DVD like right there. Um, no, I totally remember that when you when you had that idea. I mean, yeah. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was a great I thought it was a great idea. Yeah. Like this is a great idea, and uh, I'm like I can make millions if I can figure this out. Um, obviously, I I didn't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't it didn't make spoiler it. alert uh, spoiler <laughs> alert I didn't do it. Um, you know, now that I think about it. Oh my gosh, I'm completely remembering this wrong. This was, this was pre-DVD. This was oh, yeah. freaking this VHS. Videotapes. This was VHS. That was my problem. I had not, I didn't have enough room. I didn't oh, have yeah. enough room for all my tapes. I was like, yeah. okay, so I get this photo mat. I've got 200 videotapes. I'm not going to have enough room. To put them in. To put them, yeah. You'd have yeah, to like, so like, put them outside no or something. Yeah, yeah, there'd be no space. Now, if it would have been a DVD situation, I could have done it. But at that point, I'd you know already given up on the idea. But um, but the, but yeah. I, I had that's right. I had the VHS tape idea. So I was I was like way ahead of the curve. I was like way ahead. I was like I was like thinking about that like when Blockbuster first opened. Because when Blockbuster yeah. first opened, you know, it was a big deal because, you know, all we had were, like, all the mom-and-pop places, which they were great. I mean, everybody loved those. Um, and then Blockbuster came in, and they're like, we have the most new releases of anybody. But you'd still go into Blockbuster, and they wouldn't have the newest movie all the time. Oh, yeah, you'd, like, you'd, you'd, go, to rent, yeah, you'd go to rent something, and they'd have, like, four shelves of whatever the latest movie is, and they'd all be gone. Yeah. And that was always so frustrating because it was like, that's the only thing I want to see. That's the only thing I want to see this weekend. They started doing the thing where where uh, they just had the tape cases, like the actual. Uh, oh yeah, the actual artwork. The actual artwork they had on the shelf, but you'd have to get you know the the tape behind it to actually rent it. So you'd run up and you'd be like, oh they have, oh they don't have any of them. You'd have to <laughs> you'd have to look and. Or, yeah. or you'd see you'd see a case behind one of them, and they'd be like, "Yes, 
and then you'd move it and you'd actually read the title and it'd be something completely unrelated that somebody else had stuck there just to be a jerk. And yeah. <laughs> and then you'd get yeah, mad. That was, oh, oh. Yeah, you'd get really mad. I, I remember, I, just, I, I do miss video stores, though. It's been a long that, time. It was fun walking through and perusing. I mean, I, I've yeah. spent so many years just wandering around art. looking at all the box art of yeah, all the, these the, movies. The box, the box art is really a lost thing, you know, because we just don't have that anymore. You know, you just yeah. click on something on, on Netflix or whatever, and it, it, it doesn't have the same feeling. I, I like the, the feeling of holding the, the tape or the DVD in my hand and bringing it to the counter. You know, it's just like the whole idea of just like, and then, and then if you went to like a, like a mom and pop type place, um, usually the person who worked there, you know, a lot of times they owned it or they, you know, there would be very few employees. So you knew the people and it was like, it was like going into a comic store now, you know, it's like, these are people that like movies. They like talking about movies and, you know, it was a fun interaction, you know, to, to talk to people, you know. Um, and now, you you know, you've lost all that. So now you don't have that yeah. anymore. Um, you don't even yeah, have people to talk about movies with. You have to, no. you know. And, and you have to go on uh, and listen to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, it was a pain when you had to, like, return a movie, like, you know, you're like, oh, shoot, I've had this movie two days past. I don't want to pay another late fee. i got to get this yeah. back. You know, whatever. That was kind of a pain in the butt. And and you still have that with Redbox, which, you know, you get a movie for a dollar, and then you forget you have it. And then the next thing you know, you know, $14 later, you're like, uh, bummer. <laughs> they got yeah. me. <laughs> um, which is neat. And their business model is that's what they in that's what they expect. They expect you not to bring that movie back the next day. They expect you to bring it back in three days. Um, and then they, you know, are making more money. Um, yeah. And I haven't, I haven't actually, I haven't done the red box in a long time. Um, we pretty much just do everything online now. I mean, everything is, everything's online. We just stream everything. Um, well, they've, you know, the, the, the industry has tried to throttle uh, Redbox by not letting it show up there right away. So it's like if you wanted to watch it when it first came out, a lot of times you have to wait anyway. So it's it it encourages you to uh, to rent it digitally or whatever. Yeah, I uh, well sometimes they do kids movies at the Redbox. I'm like I'm not paying more than a buck for that. Like forget it. We're not gonna. We'll wait till it shows up actually on Redbox. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. We talked about something. See, everybody, if you hung in there just for just for another minute or two, uh, you just had to wait for our brains to kind of kind of kick in a little bit. Um, and actually, you can edit that gap out, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's going to do that. So you don't even know what I'm talking about right now. Because he's going to remove that <laughs> that awkward space of time where we had nothing to talk about. It's like the men in, <laughs> men in black thing. It's like the... That's it. We're going to... Look at this. Yeah. What is that called again? I can't remember the name of that. The Neuralizer. Neuralizer. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. We'll neuralize you. Um, 
That's I'd like to see another one of those Men in Black movies. That's a good point. Bringing that up, I'd like to see another one of those. I'd like the last one. Yeah, the third um, one was really good with uh, Josh Brolin. He was really good. I'd like to see another yeah. movie with him uh, doing that agent. I'm not a huge Will Smith fan, but um, those movies are pretty fun. Um, I I enjoy those. Um, I'd be I'd be okay with seeing another one of those. Oh, actually, though they are. Uh, doing one. They're, it's in development. It's uh, 21 Jump Street crossover with uh, Men in Black. Are they really that actually doing that? That was one of the weird emails that came out uh, during the whole Sony uh, Spider-Man thing when uh, people were finding out via email that, that you know deal had been talked about with Marvel and Sony. Um, yeah. At the same time, they were talking about that they were actively working with uh, Channing Tatum and um, uh, uh, Jonah. Just forget it. Jonah, yeah, Hill. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill about doing this Men in Black Twenty One Jump Street crossover, um, which I would totally be into seeing uh, Jonah Hill and uh, Channing Tatum as Men in Black. I totally would be into that. That would be really they, fun. Um, were they talking about doing that with Ghostbusters too, or was that something else? They were talking about some kind of Channing Tatum-led male Ghostbusters thing, um, which uh, people said that they just said that because people were upset about the female thing. Um, um, have you? Did you ever see the the new Ghostbusters? Did you ever ever actually seen it? Oh yeah, yeah, I saw it in the theater, and actually, yeah, we ended up buying. Yeah, it. we yeah we yeah, that's right. We talked about it. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, it wasn't as bad as I was expecting, but it wasn't great. I mean, the first movie is just, it's, it's such a, I've heard it described as lightning in a bottle, and I have to agree. I mean, even the second Ghostbusters isn't as good as the first. But no, there was a, there was a point in the this new Ghostbusters, right around the time where they're at the, uh, the ghost at the concert, at the heavy metal concert. Oh, yeah. At around that point, I was like, I hate this movie. Like, I yeah. just, I hate everything about this movie. And then it turned around, and I ended up enjoying it. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that, some uh, of it. I enjoyed some of it, but it was it was uh, when they started going off in a different direction from the original is when it when it picked up for me. When when they yeah. tried to start doing something different, I was like, all right, now I'm in. Yeah, but then they throw in weird things like the Ghostbuster insignia, like on the inside of a subway, like somebody yeah. like had like it just it's so I mean that it. kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like why would you do that? Like it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Um, I didn't like it. Um, there was funny moments, but I don't. Yeah, it wasn't this. And actually, me. but it was uh, on DVD or like the home version. It was. It was. They had more jokes in it. It was a little more extended. Yeah. And it was like, it, it was more along the lines of other Paul Feig movies. Bridesmaids. They, 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 they allowed that, because I feel like they kind of tried to tone that down. They tried to make it more of a Ghostbusters movie for the theatrical version. Yeah. And they allowed some of that, more of that, just whatever, his comedy style in the extended cut. And I think that really helped it because... That was the tone that he was going for when he was making it, and they kind of tried to cut it into a Ghostbusters movie, which didn't work. It, that didn't work. 
They need to just let it be its own thing and not try to fit it into like a Ghostbusters mold. Did you see 21 Jump Street? Speaking I never that? saw any, either of those. I've seen clips from it, but I've never watched uh, both. Of, both of both of those are very funny. They're good. Um, they're very entertaining. And those are Lord and Miller productions too. So those oh, they're yeah. uh, they're fun. They're they're really fun. Channing Tatum is really funny. Like yeah, I never realized how funny he was until I saw Twenty One Jump Street, and he's hilarious. And I love Jonah Hill, so. I'm, yeah, I'm a I'm a Jonah Hill fan. I can say that. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think I think we did it. I think we filled up an hour. Um, and uh, if we didn't, um, at least, yeah. And but we are going to do a little trimming to remove some of our dead space. So maybe it might be less than an hour. I don't know. But uh, but that's it. We're uh, we're finished. Music's going to come up here right about now. Um, We'll see everybody next week. I can be found Go to the website. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can be found at Dennis the Office Cobra um, on Facebook, and I and you can be found at uh, Wugman Max in all its iterations, uh, Instagram and Facebook, and then uh, and then we got the website 10mfh.com, which has all kinds of stuff on there besides. Uh, uh, nerdy stuff there's all I mean, it's all nerdy stuff but I mean besides like movies and, and comics and stuff like that there's yeah there's tons of stuff photos and videos and um lots of cool things so there you have it we there will, we go uh, we'll see you uh, we'll see you next week everybody <laughs> alright talk to you later okay bye